0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Clubhouse. This is episode 77. The 1977 Cowboys, Bill Walton's Trailblazers, the Yankees, and back-to-back Montreal Canadiens episode. But more importantly, we've got a Cincinnati legend who is a 77 that we have to shout out here. Big Andrew Whitworth. Big Wit. And uh, while we're speaking of Cincinnati legends, we've got a great one on the show today. FCC legend Kendall Waston. So stay tuned for that for the first half of our show. But uh, before I go any further, sitting next to me as always, Big Dill. How are you, man? How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing well, man. Can't <laughs> complain. <laughs> Surviving the snow.
1: The snow again, 2021.
0: It wasn't as bad as they thought, which is no. great. I'll, I'll take that for sure. But we definitely got some weather.
1: Doge. No 17 incher. No. Thank goodness.
0: Does you get any snow up there in Clee?
2: We got a good amount. We probably got 8 to 10 uh, inches of snow between yesterday and today. So we, we got quite a bit uh, that piled up. But, um, you know, we are able to shovel it and move on. Those there's, there's Cleveland uh, salt trucks and snowplows, they go out in the forest, dude. They don't mess around.
0: No, they don't mess around. They didn't mess around down here in Cincinnati either. So shout out to all the snowplow and salt driver guys. Putting in work, I'm sure these past couple days. So what is work, work. All right, let me uh, let me break down the show here for you first before we uh, we really get into stuff. Uh, for the first half of our show, like I mentioned, we're gonna have FC legend Kendall Waston here. Find his social media stuff for Twitter. It's K Waston88. Then Instagram, just his name Kendall Waston, all one word there. So check out all his stuff. Give him a follow. Give him a like. I'm sure he'd appreciate it. In the second half of our show, we're going to do a little third quarter segment that we've done in the past, which is tankers, prankers, and bankers. So we're going to look at that for our NBA teams here again. And then a fourth quarter, we're going to bust out a segment we haven't done in a while, but it's one that we love to do, and I know you guys love it as well. It's an ice time with Big Dill. So get ready for that. Stay tuned for that at the end of the show. But before we go any further, we have to warm it up. Because I'm not trying to get hurt. i got to stretch it out. i got to warm it up. So let's ease into the show here with a little warm-up segment. So I'll actually go first. Since we're talking about Cincinnati Legends on this show, why don't we talk about something the Bengals are doing here to promote Cincinnati Legends. So recently a leaked photo of a snowy Bengals stadium was put out by the social media team and then was quickly taken down. And uh, one of the Bengals fans zoomed in a little bit, and as you can see, there seemed to be some kind of ring of honor forming. There are a few names there that you might recognize. Ken Anderson, maybe Willie Anderson as well. Um, I'm sure, you know, Ken Riley will be up there. Um, You know, Whitworth, you know, hopefully Ocho Cinco. Munoz Munoz was up there as well, yep. So, I mean, these guys are Bengal legends, and hopefully some of these names are going to be up there. Like I said, it was quickly taken down because I don't think they want anybody else to know, you know, who is in that or who's going to be a part of that. So... Stay tuned to see what the Ring of Honor is going to look like in Cincinnati. I'm really excited to see what that's going to look like in Paul Brown, something that everybody's been waiting for for a long, long time. Doge, just give me a quick little thoughts on the Ring of Honor and then get into your warm-up segment here.
1: It's
2: been a long time coming. Obviously uh, not a huge storied franchise as far as Super Bowl wins. but We've had some some quality players, so about time that they
0: get their, their recognition for the time they put in for the Bengals. So. Yes, absolutely, for sure.
2: My warm-up here today is going to throw it down to my my birthplace of Daytona Beach, and uh, we're going to congratulate Michael McDowell on winning the 63rd running of the Daytona 500 this weekend. So shouts out to him. Uh, first 500 win and first win for him in a really long time of, of racing. So congratulations yeah. to, to Michael McDowell.
0: For sure, big time! Congrats! I heard that was a wild race. If I'm not a mistaken, couple.
2: Yeah, I didn't get to watch it, but apparently there was a last lap crash that he was just able to avoid in order to catch the the W. So, yep,
0: that's what I heard. Uh, so that's
2: that's always a crazy way to finish a race is to have everybody start spinning out and going across and hitting barriers. So,
0: <clears throat> hey, Dub is a Dub, especially a Daytona, baby. Good for him. Exactly. That's great. Big deal. Warm it up for us here. What do you got?
1: Yeah, um, what day is it today? Like, you want the date, or just, like... Tuesday. No, not Tuesday, but what's the date? the 16th.
0: February 16th, 2021.
1: Okay. Do you guys know what happened 25 years ago today? Uh, no, I would have been... What,
2: three? Two? two? Three,
1: probably. I would have been two. Yeah, three. So let me give you a couple hints... 92 minutes of hysteria. MTV movie award winner for best fight. Oh no way. Future modern family star Julie Bowen. No, I, no, I don't know. He lost me there. You know who it is. Claire Dumpy, right? You know who that is? Yeah. She played in this movie. It was a release. No, I legendary... This is going to give it away. I'm way, I'm way... Legendary... Way a loss now. Legendary golf swing. Shooter McGavin. 25 years ago today, okay. Happy Gilmore was released. That is not what I was thinking at all. So. <laughs> Happy
0: Gilmore. Nothing like, nothing like trying to... Get us to think of Happy Gilmore by talking about a fight. I thought you were talking about Mouse in the
1: Palace. I don't know why. No, no. Um, between but you're uh, talking about Bob Parker. And, yeah, uh, exactly. yeah, yeah. They won an award that's for that incredible. from the MTV movie. So, um, you know, that's a film that I remember watching a long, long time ago when Great I was film. growing up. Yeah. Um, I think it's absolute like classic. You know, and a lot of people are, are love hate on Adam Sandler and his films. Granted, some of them aren't not the best, um, but this was one that's just you know classic. Seems like it's a it's a timeless movie. You could throw on any time and find a good laugh to it, even if you've seen it before. Absolutely. So multiple different one-liners in that, and uh, that's crazy that it was that long ago. Yeah, but like
0: obviously such a relevant or like quotable like set movie.
1: You know? Right. People our age
0: definitely know that movie for sure. Go so. to your home. <laughs> Go on right
2: <clears throat> anyway
0: sports sports no i like it for sure uh, absolutely so let's move on here to our first half with special guest kendall waston ladies and gentlemen do we have a treat for you today a cincinnati legend fan favorite he has started 41 games for the orange and blue scored the first home goal for actually for fc cincinnati against portland the captain himself Mr. Kendall Waston. Kendall, how are you today, man?
3: I'm great. Thank you, my friend. Th- thank you for that great introduction.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Anytime. And we have to introduce the captain like that. Um, like we said, big fan favorite of the pod. But let me get right into our first question here we have for you. Where does the Bailey rank amongst fan bases that you've played for? Is there a fan base that's any crazier um, that you've played for? Is the Bailey and FC Cincinnati the craziest fan base that you've, uh, you've played for?
3: Well, the 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 baby is in my favorite one. Those people, man, like
0: I love that. Like,
3: actually, the, 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 the entire stadium, but the baby was the the one that gets everybody pumped up, and obviously the players as well. So it was uh, unfortunate that last year we couldn't have the fans. I know, but it was a great great memory having the the baby behind there.
1: Absolutely, yeah. That was something that you know I always look forward to going to games, being able to uh, get the Bailey tickets when we could, and yep. um, now that we're season ticket holders for the Bailey, so yep. looking forward to that moving forward. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Kendall, what was your favorite moment playing for FC Cincinnati? What was a defining moment or something you'll you'll always cherish and remember for you know the rest rest of your life here?
3: Yeah, definitely the. Um my f- first goal.
1: Yeah.
3: That I scored at, at the stadium. Like that moment was a great moment, you know, for first game at home for the MLS tournament, and, and it was a a great day for me, like celebrating with everyone. So definitely, that is one of my favorite days.
0: Yeah, that was a great day. I remember that. I was actually uh, in the stadium for that game. I I remember how loud the the crowd got and how everybody was going nuts. So definitely one of my favorite moments too, for sure. So, um, and then one more here about FC Cincinnati. Uh, What is it like playing for Yopstam? What's your like favorite thing about playing for him? Um, I know he's more of a defensive minded coach. So is that something you prefer?
3: Well, it's not that I prefer, but it was like, okay. obviously he got that, that great mindset whole to the end because he he had a great experience, you know, playing in Italy and in, in top, top teams. So it was mm-hmm. a great experience working with him and with that entire players.
1: Definitely, definitely.
3: Awesome, Kendall. So uh,
2: another question here for you. I know that you're yeah. turning back home to to
3: Saprissa. Is that how you say it? The club that you started with down in Costa Rica. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So
2: so, what's it like? You know, going back to the club that you know kind of started your professional career, and what does that mean to you moving forward there?
3: What's, yeah, it's nice, you know, like I'm oh, um, coming back home with my um, original club. The, the, the club that helped me to, to get to the MLS and everything, but, you know, being back home with the family and seeing my son happy and, and my wife as well, so that is, is a lot for me and, and in this type of crazy years with all of this pandemic and all things, just want to be close to your close ones.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <clears throat>
3: huh. Awesome. I mean, I got to imagine that's pretty cool
2: just going back home and, and kind of going back to where it's, it's, you know, started it all. So that's sweet. Um, just
0: like LeBron, you know, going back exactly, home. Exactly, yeah. It <laughs> home.
2: Just like LeBron. <laughs> so uh, so you're, we were looking at kind of your biggest games that you've had, and uh, we looked at your, your start in the 2018 World Cup when you were in Russia there. Would you say that that's the biggest game you've ever played in?
3: Um, I can't say yes because, like, you always want to achieve great things in your career, and one of them is being in the greatest, greatest stages in the world, and you know, playing in that World Cup is huge. Like, it's not a beautiful thing that you you can do every year. So, like, being there and scoring, uh, uh, like, for me was like. A dream come true, you know.
0: Sure. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what was it like to just score in the World Cup? That has to be something ridiculous. And can you, like, replay that moment? Like, is that something that's just etched in your mind forever?
3: Yeah, like, I, my memory is, like, every second from that corner, kick, you know. Like, every step (laughs) that I made, every single thing. Like, I remember it really, really well because, like, um, I, I always prepare myself like, for being in a work-up and being there. Like, I enjoyed from day one until the last uh, Wow, it's like a, that, one of the greatest memories that I have in, in, in my career.
1: Absolutely. That's awesome, man. I mean, that's something that I mean, I've played soccer since I was three, and I'm still in a couple leagues, and I can't even imagine what that feeling would be like. Uh, One, to be a professional, and then two, to be able to be on that platform, um, you know, and and succeed in the way, you know, that you were able to. Um, Awesome celebration, too, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. So
3: Yeah, in that moment when I when I started I was thinking like how how the heck am i gonna celebrate? So I didn't know how to celebrate, I
1: could like So you didn't have that plan, you just it was more of a reaction for no. you? Yeah, so
3: in that <laughs> reaction at the moment.
1: Sure. Just sheer emotion right there. Absolutely. You could, you could see it. That's awesome. <laughs> so I know that we've we've touched on um you know your your National League play um, and then also with the MLS and FC Cincinnati uh, specifically, what's the biggest difference between playing in an MLS game and for Costa Rica?
3: Well, I think the, the stress that you have, and uh, how can I say, um, you have a lot of pressure that, for example, in Costa Rica, like, is just the qualifier games that's gonna take you for the World Cup. There's no many chances mm-hmm. that you gonna have if you lose points or, or whatever. So like every game is like a final. You have to play it at, at, at your maximum length. So it's really interesting and it's really hard as well. You know, like just yeah. traveling to different type of countries and everybody trying to play and take advantage of the weather or take advantage of the time zone, you know, mm-hmm. every single detail just to, to um, have advantage with your uh, playing locally.
1: So, would you say, you know, do you enjoy the amount of detail that goes into preparation for a game like that?
3: Yes, because it's like so intense that it, it goes so quickly, but um, you you always like want to take those high detail and 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 high moments in your life. So when you play like in different scenarios, you are ready to play.
0: So um, speaking of those like high intense moments, who were some of the most like high intense matchups you had in the World Cup and for the MLS? Like who are some of those teams that always brought it against you and you knew you had to be on your A game that whole entire week prepping for it.
3: Yeah, like, uh, for example, with the national team, either qualify games, but in the World Cup, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, 100% focused, you know. Mm-hmm. Every little detail can 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 get you, you know, or make the other teams other team take advantage. So you have to be focused that entire um, game. And in MLS, I think, like, when... Obviously, like those games when we play against locals uh, right. or whatsoever was was really tense with uh, our
0: derby games and and you want to win them. Okay. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. There's nothing like a good. I know uh, derby matchup or the hell is real matchup. We we love playing in those games, even yeah. though we've lost a couple of them. But we're looking to bounce back, of course, for sure. So.
3: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> um, any more questions you want to get into the game, boys?
1: We can get into it.
0: All right, Kendall. So something we do with all of our guests, and we have them on the show, we like to lighten it up a little bit, play a little game. So the game we'll be playing here today is called the Wheel of Debate. So we've got a little online simulator. We're working on building an actual wheel, so uh, stay tuned for that. But we got a little online wheel with a bunch of topics that we put together uh, about Cincinnati and FC Cincinnati and stuff. So we're going to go ahead and uh, spin that wheel, and uh, we'll see what the first question is. So give me one second here. Okay, first one. You just won the World Cup, and you're back in the locker room. What's the first drink that you're going to have? So I'll go first. I would say I'm going to give a little shout-out to my grandma and have a nice, cool glass of Maker's Mark in honor of my grandma. I know she'd be there watching and enjoying Root Me On. So I would say a nice glass of whiskey, Maker's Mark. What about you, Kendall?
3: I would have a nice milkshake.
0: Okay, a nice milkshake. <laughs> what flavor?
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm really simple. I, I love vanilla. Okay. Just I a like that yeah. vanilla milkshake. I, I, I don't drink so much like alcohol.
0: Sure, sure, no problem. Where where would you get your milkshake from in Cincinnati, if if you don't mind me asking?
3: Oh. No probably at all. like in this place Sammy's Burgers. Like so um, it is in Luas. Yeah, yeah,
0: Sammy's. Yeah, for sure.
3: Yes, yes. Okay. Right every single after every single
0: game I used to go there. Okay. Shouts out to Sammy's. They have really good burgers for sure. Oh yeah. I'll have to get a milkshake next yes. time I go.
3: Definitely oh, getting milkshake.
1: Yeah. Dill, what about you? Uh I think for me I would have to go with just putting the goggles on and spraying the champagne everywhere. Sure, yeah, that'd be fun.
2: Just a massive yeah. celebration.
0: Absolutely. Um, Doge, what do you got up there in Clee? <laughs>
2: I was with I was with Dill on this one. I've always wanted to just pop bottles after a championship. I thought that would be fun. But oh, yeah. now that Kendall's got milkshake on my mind, that sounds pretty freaking good.
1: <laughs> I mean, a milkshake yeah, would be good. There's no doubt. Just a huge milkshake after all the training, watching your diet, and then yes. just unloading with a big shake. Exactly. Yeah.
3: Um,
0: <laughs> okay, let me
1: spin this one more
0: time. See what we got here. Okay, Um, favorite FC Cincinnati teammate? I guess for us, we'll do favorite uh, guy to root for. But for you, favorite teammate?
3: Oh, for for me?
0: Uh, I
1: know it's tough.
3: It would be selfish. It, it was, um, but I have a great, like, I can say, Alan Crew.
0: Alan, wow. okay, yeah, for sure. And that makes sense.
3: Nick Hudlin.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure Nick's a blast oh, yeah, to have in the no. locker room too, so a couple of great ones right there. Um I'm a big Frankie Amaya guy. I love rooting for yeah. him. And definitely definitely Alan Cruz as yeah, well. So um I know he's not with the team anymore, uh, but Kakutamane was another big guy I loved rooting for as well. So um Dill, yeah. Dil, what about you? Who's your favorite guy to root for?
1: Being a goalkeeper, you know. Okay, yeah. Keeping sure. the clean sheets. Um, I would say Teton or Spence. You know, either one. You know, it's fine. Whoever's getting the uh, in between the pipes that day as a goalkeeper. You know, I got a roof for my own guys out there. Absolutely, Doge. What about you? Well,
2: uh, you know, I there's there's a lot of them out there. Absolutely. Obviously, we'd be pulling for Kendall back in the day.
0: I'll say, yeah, it would be Kendall we, if he we was still on, on the squad, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I I liked Joe Jow's game last year. He was he was really exciting and. and uh, was fun yeah. to pull for, and he would make some runs up the side that uh, that really opened up the, the field. So I really like JoJo as well. Um, thought he was a fun one to pull for.
0: Okay, perfect. Well, let me hit let me hit this wheel again. See what it, we got on the wheel of debate, baby. Come on. Come on. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: okay, um, this is a good one. Your favorite place, I guess, besides Sammy, since you already gave them a shout out, to eat in Mason or the Cincinnati area.
3: My favorite place would be all this um this Japanese um, barbecue place is around Kenwood Mall. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, I've not checked that out, but I'll definitely check it out sometime soon. I wonder, um, what's the price there, You,
3: you can put your own beef like it's it kind of grilling in oh, the nice. table,
0: on the table. Okay. Like a kind of like a hibachi place or something, but.
3: Yeah, 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 it's kind of a duck. Okay.
1: Did you have a go-to dish that you had to get there, or is it just different every
3: time? Um, no, it's, it's the same, but you cook your own, like, beef or whatever you want. Okay. They bring it to, you, to your table, and you cook it there. They bring it raw.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> cool, so it's Interesting. very, very I like fresh. That. Okay. Um, I would say Quatman's up in Mason, little burger place. It's a nice little joint. Um, a little family place. I believe there's another location um, down in um, Oakley, if I'm not mistaken. But really good burgers there, really good um, chili, chicken tenders as well. So that, that'd that be my favorite place. Dill, what about you?
1: I would say, you know, the scene or any of the Jeff Ruby restaurants. Sure, yeah. I mean, those are classics. You just I've never had a bad meal at any of those. And you always feel... You know, like you're you're someone special when you walk in there. You know what I mean? Like it just has an elevated feel. Um, have you been to one of those, Kendall?
3: No, never. I didn't. Win. It's
1: um, it's like a it's like a pretty nice steakhouse place, and they have all sorts of different options, sides. You know what I mean? Like you, it's a full course meal. You know what I mean? Like you, you do never, wow, nice. uh, you never leave that place, um, <laughs> hungry. So that's There's for sure. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Dozier, what do you got all the way up there in Cleveland man? I guess, or do you want to do uh, Cincinnati so, Place? I know you're from here. so. Yeah,
2: my, my fave Cincinnati Place would probably be uh, this place on the east side called Eli's Barbecue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah great so, place. So you walk into the house, and it's just like a bunch of picnic tables and things out back. They've got a bunch of smokers, and it's just uh, like $5 for an entree and $2 for the sides. You just get whatever you want, order right there, bring your own cooler everything else. Uh so it's pretty pretty sweet place to go and grab a bite and uh not too expensive and just really good barbecue. So uh really enjoyed Eli's for sure.
0: Sure. Um definitely a great place. Love their barbecue. <clears throat> um okay. I think we've got two or three more if you've got the time Kendall. So if we're cutting into your Love time let partner. us know, but um so let oh, me spin partner. this one My more friend. time. Okay. Perfect. Love to hear that. Okay. So real quick, one here: um, Messi or Ronaldo? Who are you picking? Ronaldo. Yeah, that's my guy. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Most people are messy people. So, Dill, what about yeah, you? I no, no. Ronaldo. He's just so much bigger, man. You know the size. I think it matters.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I would have to go Ronaldo. I mean, I don't I don't know why anyone would pick Messi. To oh, me, man. this is Dude, this is a no brainer. He's still so good, though. But, no, I'm not saying that, but Ronaldo all day, Doge.
2: Listen, just to be just to be the devil's advocate. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll take Messi. It's just because he's kind of like Pablo Sanchez and like the backyard sports. How like on backyard soccer, he can kind of just like weave through people. Like he's a little bit smaller, like harder to see around the bigger dudes.
0: His footwork is incredibly yeah. impressive, man. It's There's no same. doubt. Yeah. you can't well, really go wrong either way. Let's be honest. <laughs> Um, (laughs) okay, two more here for you. Okay, Uh so the game, it's the 90th minute, the game is on the line, we've got a corner kick. You know, Yap calls up a play for you. Who do you want on the corner of all of your former FC teammates that you've ever played for to pass you that ball? Somebody you know is going to deliver the perfect ball that you can put in and win the game. And let's say it's against the Columbus crew in a big derby here, so you know it's really, really intense. So You want the best guy out there making this play. Who do you have?
3: I would have Harris.
0: Harris, okay. Madunian in?
3: Yes. Yeah. Uh...
0: He definitely puts in a great ball, man. He might even score it himself. I know um, he did that last year, so <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he got, um
3: he got a great
0: technique. I I if I'm not going with him, I would say I'd have to go with Alan Cruz. Just give you that connection. I know you said you got that good chemistry, so maybe he'll he'll know what you're doing and put the ball right where you need it. But you can't go wrong with either of those guys there. Dill, what about you? I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna take one from the professional here. I'm gonna go with Harris. Okay. You know? I'm not going to stray away from it. Kendall knows. He played with him. I'll (laughs) say, yeah, he
0: would know. Taking the
1: expertise. (laughs)
0: Doge, you got any other names to throw in the ring?
2: No, it's it's boring as as ever, but I would have said in as well. (laughs) Like you said, T, if he can put him in on his own from over there, you know he's going to be able to put one on top of your
0: head. Absolutely. Plus, I mean, you guys connected, you know, at least maybe not have gone in every time, but you guys connected on headers quite a bit, you know. So I think that's definitely a quality pick there, so. Um. Okay. Last one. I don't need to spin the wheel for this one because this is how we end this every time, Kendall. So, let me know if you are a Skyline guy or a Gold Star guy. If you got around to trying the chili here in Cincinnati, I'm not sure if you did, but if you did, which one did you choose, or would you prefer?
3: You know, I didn't try. I never
0: went to, to Skyline Chili. Wow. So you went to Gold Star, but you went.
3: It, it, it's... It's crazy. It's crazy. Every time I, I say, okay, I'm going to try it tomorrow, tomorrow, and tomorrow never
1: came. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way I you put that. that. That's oh, funny. Man.
0: You'll have to get some next time you're back <laughs> in town so we can ask you about it. That's funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll go grab some with you. Oh,
0: that'd That's be a blast. Yeah, so, so next time when I arrive to
1: Cincinnati,
3: definitely I'm going to go and try. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm it again. Yeah.
0: All right, so then let me reverse that. If we make it down to Costa Rica, what's the one thing that we have to try if we come down there?
3: Our famous dish, named Gallo Pinto, that that is like rice, white rice with um with beans. Okay. Is like a heavy, heavy, heavy breakfast.
0: Okay. So Ooh.
3: It's a heavy, heavy breakfast that can help you. To go and do your work the, the, the entire day.
0: I was going to say, that sounds like it'll fill you up for the whole day, right? Exactly.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I would say our gallo pinto because I have rice and beans, as I said, with sausage, mm. eggs, avocado. Oh, yeah. You have ripe plantains and tortillas.
0: Delicious. That so sounds great. That,
3: that is really heavy for our breakfast.
0: Yeah, that is a big breakfast, but, I mean, like you said, that will get you ready for, for anything to tackle for the day.
3: Um, yeah, that would be like a great brunch.
0: Yes, definitely. Okay,
1: sure.
0: <laughs> um, well, all right, Kendall, before we let you go, too, we like to give all our guests a moment to, you know, give anybody shout-outs that they'd like to or if they want to promote a charity or organization or, um, you know, anything like that. So if you uh, have anything like that you would want to promote here, please let us know. Um, the floor is yours.
3: Well uh um in this place that I say that I love to go buy Sammy's burgers. Mm-hmm. Anytime you anytime anyone buy a Kendall washes burger, the money of the burger is gonna go to charity to feed homeless people.
0: Okay. Oh well, heck yeah. We'll have to go get some Sammy's burgers yeah. maybe even later today then. Absolutely. <clears throat> That's great. Yeah. <laughs> um is there
3: I hope you enjoy it.
0: Absolutely. Is there anywhere that we can, um, you know, donate to that with, without getting a burger if maybe some people want to help out that aren't in the Cincinnati area?
3: Or maybe just to contact um, the restaurant. Okay, sure. Because the money that goes there and we we, we feed the homeless people.
0: Okay, perfect, perfect. Well... We just want to say thank you again so much for coming on and thank you for your time. We really appreciate it. We're all huge fans of yours and we really loved rooting for you. We're going to continue to root for you um, down there. And uh, like I said, we really can't thank you enough for your time. So have a great rest of your day and we really appreciate it. It's
3: my pleasure. It's my pleasure anytime that I can get in contact with you, with you people. So for me, it's, it's a really honor.
0: Absolutely. Well, maybe we can check back in, uh, you know, maybe mid-season or after the season and and see how you did down there in Costa Rica and, uh, you know, get a good update from you. How's that sound?
3: us up. sounds great.
0: Perfect, perfect. Well, thank you again, man. We appreciate it. Have a great rest of your day.
1: Thanks, Kendall. You too, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks, Kendall. Take care, man.
0: All right, that was an incredible interview with Kendall Waston. Uh, We can't thank him enough for coming on. So uh, let's move on to halftime here. Talk about where we can find our uh, our show and social media stuff, and then we'll move on to our third quarter. So I'll pass it off to you, Doge all the way up in Clee there. Can you tell me where the clubhouse social media stuff is specifically?
2: Absolutely. So on Facebook, you can find us. It's the clubhouse. Clubhouse is all one word there. And on Twitter and Instagram, you can find us at Clubhouse underscore. T-C-S-N.
3: Well,
1: dealing with some technical difficulties here. Um, yeah, go ahead, Dill. Where can we find the Cheap Network stuff? Perfect. So, on Facebook, just four words, a couple more letters. The Cheap Seats Network. Okay? okay. One, two, three, four. Twitter, as yep. we updated from our podcast, we uh, had out last time with the Laura Failer. Uh, interview, it's at the underscore cheap underscore seats. The cheaps. But, like oh. I mentioned last halftime, one game ago, yes. one podcast ago, SN is back. Okay. okay. Here we go. We had a short little intermediate pause, going for an intermission, and now we're back. What do you think SN stands for um doge we'll get your opinion here in a moment we know you're processing a lot i oh man i got i mean i guess like soccer nut oh gosh you guys always have much better more relevant yeah maybe i should sns do <laughs> doge any uh <laughs> any better sn predictions
2: uh, because of all this disconnecting that we've been having with our audio, I'll say a sound nuisance.
1: Okay. I Rele- think I've relevant used, for sure. I think I've used nuisance before, and I try to stay away. This is wild. It's like we're we're signing back and forth here.
2: Did you Did you hear mine? Um, yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah. So that just proves the point. Right.
1: Right. <laughs> right. Sn stands for swallowing noodles. Dude, so, so ridiculous with these.
2: Bro. So
0: dumb. <laughs> How are we supposed to guess that? You know what I mean? Like that's cr- like what?
2: I've told you before that even if we got it right, it would just make. Up I think yeah, yeah you are probably <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> no, no. I think no. I did get it this time. That's were, why he said what he said. <laughs> there have been some. Oh, you guys like, are so calm.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Are we there have so been a couple to... times, you guys. Like, Steve, the Steve Nash one would have been really good. That was freaking, yeah. That would have been perfect. That was a layup, and I missed it. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So. Yeah. What you going to be? What you
0: going to be? All right, let's move on now to our third quarter, our tankers, prankers, and bankers. So this was a segment that we did earlier this year uh, for the NBA where we looked at teams and we decided, you know, if they're going to be a tanker, team at the bottom of the list, a pranker which would be a team that is going to perform well in the regular season but likely not going to perform well in the postseason, and then a banker, which is someone we bank on being a contender, you know, going to maybe the conference finals or something like that. So let me read off our previous list, and then we'll go and uh, tell you who we had and update it from there. So we had our special guest Spencer Ware on for the show, so I'll be listing his picks as well, but he is not on for this segment today. So our tankers that we had before, I had the Pistons. Doge had the Knicks. Dill had the Timberwolves. Spencer had the Cavs. For our Prankers, I had the Suns. Doge had the Mavericks. Dillon had the 76ers. Spencer had the Clippers. For the Bankers, I had the Blazers and Celtics. Not looking great. We'll talk about that in a second. Doge had the Nets before the James Harden trade. Let me speak about that. Before the James Harden trade. So just know that. Doge's profit. Dill had the Nuggets. Spencer had the Mavs. And we all said the Lakers, so not really one that we could we could anyone could count for. The Lakers are a banker for sure. So um, let's get into it. Um, let's go around and just say our tankers, and then we'll go do prankers, then bankers. So um, I'll update my tanker here. Um, even though I still think the Pistons are definitely a tanker, if not you know the most tanking team, but a team that is uh, I thought was going to be a lot better, but turns out to be a tanker, seems to be the Orlando Magic. Um, you know, really not a great team so far. They're 9-16. and 16. I thought they'd be, you know, sniffing the playoffs a little bit more there. Um, they certainly can turn it around, but I think that there's a chance that they might be trading some of their players as well. So, they might be trying to just go for the full tank and rebuild. So, interesting to see what they're going to be doing this year. They're
1: they're even better sitting today at 10-18. and 18. Okay. So... Not really, but yeah. No. There you go.
0: <laughs> okay. So... Big deal. Give me your uh, your tanker there.
1: Yeah. So the Timberwolves is a team that I had no faith in. Yeah, I mean, winning games, complete faith in being a tanker. Sure. Looking great um, right now. I mean, they're in the bottom of the league and just about everything, and worse in the West with uh, four games behind Houston uh, with a seven and twenty overall record right now. So. That is looking nice. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely.
0: (laughs) Doge, you got a tanker for us here?
2: Yeah, so my tanker was the Knicks, and somehow uh, they've managed to move into the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference, being 14 and 15. Yeah, they're good. Uh, Yeah, I would have to switch over to the Pistons that you had before, T. Yep. Um. They're at, they're at the bottom of the East right now, 8-19, and they're sitting Blake Griffin until they find a, a trade suitor for him. So uh, that's definitely a team that's going to be tanking. They're they're shutting it down. Yeah,
0: yep. there's no doubt there. That, that's not looking good for the Pistons. So maybe they'll get a good draft pick here.
1: So um, I mean, if I if KD doesn't go to the Nets, it goes to the Knicks? I mean,
0: I, mean, I don't know, I guess. I don't know. I mean, he was case, never
3: going to the next. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying. He said that. He even said
2: that. Well, that's because like, they
0: said they were rude to DeAndre Jordan, which I mean, the guy he's kind of like scoping it out for him
2: beforehand. So,
0: um, Doge, I'll I'll toss it right back to you. Give me your pranker now, if you have an update on it, or maybe you're sticking with the same team. I guess.
2: No, so I liked my other picks actually. I uh, I kind of like the Mavs being a pranker the way they are. Uh, I'll pull for Luca every night of the. Every night of the week, uh, but they have been just consistently inconsistent. You know, a lot of close games that they haven't been able to pull out, and I don't know if that you know when they got down to <clears throat> the playoffs if they'd be able to mm-hmm. hold it out and really and really make a good push in the playoffs. So I'll keep the maps where they are in my in my anchor slot.
0: Sure, sure. Um, I had before the Suns. They're going to stay in this slot, but I'm just going to add another team um, just to talk about something else instead of, you know. So I'm going to go here with a team that I think some people might consider a banker right now, and I don't mean to upset the Jazz fans, but I think the Jazz are prankers in in this league. Right now they have the best record in the NBA. They're on a huge tear. They've been smoking everybody. It's just regular season basketball is different than playoff basketball. You can call Giannis up and ask him. It's been different. Um, I I just think that when they get to the Clippers or the Lakers, they're going to run into those wings that are just so dominant. And if Anthony Davis is healthy, obviously, maybe even, you know, I'm not going to count out the Nuggets potentially, but I just think the Jazz are going to come short there, even though right now they're on an absolute tear. And, you know, they could certainly prove me wrong and be a banker, but I just – they've got a little bit of a pranker smell to me. I don't know. Um, Dill. what do you think about the Jazz there? And then do you have a different team?
1: I mean, in the playoffs, Donovan Mitchell is going to be pretty good. Very good. You know, like he's definitely that guy who's going to have the ball in his hands. You know, Conley's been super good shot. this year, too, which has been a big factor for them. Yeah, so. and, and they expected that from him last year, and he wasn't able to um, between timeout for injuries and whatnot. But, right. um, yeah, I think they're a huge pranker. I mean, huge. they have the best best uh, record in the NBA. Doge will get into it with our stats team info a little bit later here. Um, One nine out of the last ten, but. I mean, I think they started the season, what, 4-4? Four and four? Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, can not quote me on that, but sure. 4-4. Four and four. Okay. Um, Like, that's not going to be a sustainable run. This isn't the Warriors team that just didn't lose. Dude, but
0: they're beating the brakes off of people. Sure. They're,
1: like, giving it to people. They can so. get the one seed. I mean the West is difficult, man. Like if they're if, right now if the playoffs started, they'd be playing the, the Warriors. I'm I don't know who I'm taking that. Come on. Come on. Dude the Jazz are gonna be upset. Them. No. It's a potential upset.
0: Steph would have to go inferno mode, which sure not out of the question. But the Jazz are a real good team. Like they're The Warriors are just lacking some pieces. Uh, I mean, I believe in Quinn.
1: I think he's a great coach. I just don't know if they have like, dude, um, uh, was it Jordan? Right. Clarkson. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to be as good. I mean, he's
0: been doing it for 30 games.
1: I just, that's why to me, they're a pranker.
0: Joe's real quick. Just jazz thoughts.
2: Dude, I, that's actually going to be what I was going to be talking about for the team. That surprised me is I think they've been playing incredibly well. They've, They've actually won 19 of their last 20.
0: They're definitely a surprise. There's no doubt about that.
2: It it caught me off guard a little bit, but what I've been most surprised about is that they're shooting six more threes a game, and they're making more threes percentage-wise. Wow. And not only that, but, like, I feel just scrolling through Instagram, two times a week I'll see a highlight about jazz ball movement. Jazz ball movement. Yeah. ball movement that – it seems like they pass it like eight or nine times before they find the open dude, and they're just getting wide-open shots. There was another stat where they're second in the league for the greatest distance between them and the defender when they shoot the ball. It's almost like five feet apart. Wow. So they, they're finding open shots, and I think that's just been the key to their success, that they've just been getting open and finding the right guy. And they trust each other enough to not you know just rely on one star, but really... Dish the ball around a lot.
0: So I I really like the way they've been playing. Plus, too, like, I mean, maybe they would have been the the Nuggets last year if they win that seven-game series. Or Mike Conley hits that shot. I mean, they came down to the last-second shot. Like, maybe they're in the the Western Conference Finals. Like, the Jazz are no joke. I just think that when they come up against those, the two teams, the Lakers and then the team that I have for my uh, banker, which we can, like, you get to your uh, cranker first deal. I think that they're just going to fall short. And, you know, they certainly can prove me wrong, though. So, Dill, give me your pranker first, then run it right in your banker.
1: Yeah, um still thinking the 76ers are a pranker. They're a huge pranker. This is a long-term prank
0: Is Joel yank. Embiid going to get a prank MVP? It's like, dude, he's it's just, just like, been, like the, the MVP. Giannis MVP.
1: Like, dude, he's a pranker. I don't know, dude. Embiid's not a pranker, I don't know. He might play well. He's shown that he can play well in the playoffs, but I just don't trust the rest of the team. No, that's fine. And I think that's Glenn fair. would be the guy to kind of, you know, move I, him forward, but um, I can't get over that. It's
0: Glenn. Like I know that we have to call him Glenn on this pod, but god dang, Doc Rivers
1: just sounds so weird when you say Glenn. No. Just for <laughs> just for the movement, I'm gonna start calling him Glenn Rivers. Don't. You know? Don't insult the man. I'm not, but he's a two thousand eight. Well, <laughs> Yeah, for I'll who? I'm not standing. For who? Boss itself. Yeah, I'm not going to stand. There's some There's some. Fan I'm not gonna going to stand for on. the Ryers. Well, of I think course. if we're looking at this, you know, with a non biased point of view, Sixers like like are prankers. No, they are. And they might have some great stats right now. I'm just saying. Come playoff time, second round loss, guaranteed. Guaranteed.
0: Guaranteed
1: little Charles Barkley there Yeah, for you. I mean, I'm putting a, a buck plate on it. Charles.
0: I will say Glenn never did get out of the second round with the Clippers on the Western side. So, no, I think that they, they could <clears throat> because they don't have Brett Brown. Cause, and he's – love Brett, but he wouldn't get it done with those boys. So, um, My banker – let me give you a little stats team action to back it up here. Los Angeles Clippers, so the two L.A. teams – um, Like I said, I think the Jazz are going to run to them, and that's going to be a tough matchup for them with Kawhi and Paul George. We all know Kawhi. He's a champion. He's a legend. He's going to be doing his thing in, in the postseason. But somebody who was missing last year for them, or at least missing in action. You can call him layoff P. You can call him um, playoff P if you want. You can call him Paul George, PG-13, whatever you want to call him. He was not necessarily active last year. Postseason, You know, there's the famous clip of him bricking the three against the side of the backboard. Really not a great look. But let me let me just read off a couple stats for you here this year. Paul George, 24.4 points per game. On 50.8% shooting, 47% rounded up, why not? Because it's .8%, to 48% from three. So damn near 50 and 50. And he's also averaging 5.5 assists and 1.2 steals. He's having an incredible season. If he can keep this up, or even just a portion of this up, in the postseason, they're going to be really, really hard to stop when they have two of those wings going. I know they're going to miss Montrez, but, you know, you know, Zubac is a great replacement up there. I think they're going to be potentially making a move, but I've got the Clippers here as someone we can bank on to be making a run of the postseason this year. You think Blake just heads back? There's a lot of rumors about him going to either team on LA. So either of these bankers, um, I think Toronto was mentioned as well for them as Drum and Drummond as well. There, I would love to see
1: him go back to the Clips and get a ring.
0: That'd be so sweet. Or the Lakers and give it to the Clippers
1: like a big sure. middle finger. Like, like hey, the, screw you guys. In the conference finals, they meet up. It's like, like couldn't up? get there. Just, <laughs> oh,
0: that'd be sweet. He just gives <clears> it to <throat> him in the conference finals. Oh. But yeah, I've got the Clippers. Blake Griffin or not, I think they're going to be a banker. So, by the way, he will likely get bought out. He will not be traded. Nobody's taking on that money. So, um, Doge, give me your banker here.
2: Uh, I'm sticking with my with my starting banker, which is going to be the Nets. Okay. Uh, they landed. They landed hard. Uh, they have to play a little bit of smaller ball because of it. Uh, but I think that those guys. Are just such an offensive juggernaut, having Kyrie Irving, KD, and Harden. Anyone can go off Now that Harden's kind of filled in that point guard role and Kyrie's more embraced the shooting guard role, I think they're going to be a really tough team to beat coming out of the East there.
0: Yeah, they're going to be really challenging. It's like who you, you can't game plan for that team, especially in the postseason, when they can all ISO you and break you down. Like If they wanted to, they could all go, okay, I'm James Harden, I'll, I'll win game one, Kevin, you win game two. And then, Kyrie, you can win game three. And then we'll, like, tell Joe Harris he's going to win game four, but we'll all win it together game four. And then they'll, like, they could just go out and do that if they really wanted to, I'm sure. Obviously, it's not that easy, but those guys have the ability to just take over games. And so the fact that they have three of them is going to be something to really be reckoned with in the playoffs. So who knows? Old uh, Glenn Rivers might have something to say about that. Who knows? <laughs> Get out of here Well no The only reason they would Is just because Embiid
1: Would just pound them to death Because they don't have a big What about about It's all about matchups
0: It's all about matchups
1: Yeah you don't think Giannis Could take the Nets down? No I don't either (laughs) I I mean
0: maybe But no The only reason why Is because Drew Could potentially cover
1: One of those guys Like all three of those guys Are better than Giannis (sighs) Yes and no Yeah Like they can't do What he does But they're better Giannis can take over A game just like them like, in a, but in a different way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's...
0: I'm just saying... More beat way. Kevin Durant can kind of guard Giannis. And I mean, kind of. I think he would be able to, for sure. Kevin Durant cannot guard Joel Embiid.
3: He's yeah, too I'll, big. Yeah, that's the that's the my point. Is, huge it's not has
0: nothing to do with Glenn Rivers. I just want to say Glenn <coughs> Rivers again.
3: Yeah.
0: Embiid is big enough to make that a really tough series for them. But their guards could just get worked by the
1: Nets guards. So that's why that one would be really fun. Sure. So... I, um. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think, you know, going back to the Clippers real quick before we com- bounce completely out of it. Um, right, yeah. The biggest thing is championship winning coach,
2: oh my God. Ty Lue.
1: They I mean, had
0: a championship winning coach. What they had, though, is a guy that had some beef with Paul George from some family issues. But, and I guess there's some other, like, they didn't like that he was, that Kawhi and Paul George were, like, being treated like stars or something.
3: Like, hmm.
0: Some of the other locker room guys. So maybe Ty Lue's going there they're laying down the law.
3: Yeah, Ty Law.
1: Looking confused. Like the Patriots, Ty Law.
0: Right, Ty Lou, Ty Law.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Thanks, Dad.
0: Appreciate Um, it. Either way, it's going to be a great season. I'm excited. There's going to be a lot of moves coming
1: up soon, I believe. So get ready for it. Very exciting stuff. I'll go with my banker real quick. The Nuggies. The Nuggies are sitting in a good little spot there. I don't think that um, Jamal Murray has hit his stride quite yet and some of the supporting pieces need to get moving a little bit but you know we're we're sitting four games above 500. Um, stats team did a little uh, digging here. Shout um, out to the stats team. So man. they're they're in 7th right now in the West, which Are they really? Yeah. The West Whoa. is deep. The West is deep. The East is not. Um <laughs> no. Dude, I think they'd be second or third in the East.
0: Dude, I heard I think I wrote it down here. Yeah, dude. So just speaking of that. The Pacers are the only team in the Eastern Conference that has a winning record on the road. Huh. Five teams are five hundred. But the Pacers are the only team that have a winning record on the road.
2: That's so wild.
0: to to speak on that, yes. The East is not as good as the West right now. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Jokic, by the way. Would be like probably third in MVP voting right now, if not. You know, he's in the conversation. Yeah. You know, what people are saying, so yeah, definitely a potential banker.
1: Um, they're shooting a solid forty-eight percent field goal percentage and thirty-eight from three. Ooh. Uh, top ten in turnovers. Um, third in field goals made a game. Fifth in assists a game. And Doge, you highlighted the importance of moving the ball. Well, um, you know, if you have a lot of a lot of assists per game. That means you're having good ball movement. You're having guys who can knock down shots, whether they're open or not. Um, you know, people are finding, uh, you know, finding ways to get baskets uh, for that team. So, um, I think for the the long term banker call here, you know, come playoffs, they're going to be a contender. I mean, you saw last year they couldn't, you know, compete with uh, with the Lake Show, but. I mean, it's mm-hmm. tough too when you have the star talent in LeBron. I mean, like right. it's just I mean, yeah. we've seen it so many times before that he just finds and ways Davis to the finals, too. So. right. Yeah. Anyway, that was my little sure, sure added tidbit from the bank category. Bank's still open. Well, I'm closing it. <laughs> as we go
0: on to the fourth quarter now. Yeah. Pass it right back to you, Dill. It's an yeah. ice time with
1: Dill here in the fourth quarter. Sure.
0: I heard you got a little game for us.
1: Yeah, so this is something um People who have been listening to the pod, you guys are familiar with Guess the Lines. Oh, yeah. From our, our football categories. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a similar points game in the sense of, I know, from the stats team filling me in on this on this segment, what the answers are. Okay. But we're calling this one Fact or Fiction. Ooh. And we're going to keep a point total to see kind of who wins throughout the year here. Okay. 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 And if uh, you're unfamiliar with A Nice Time with Dill me um this is a hockey segment here so for our canadians our hockey guys here in the americas and anywhere else this is for (laughs) you guys okay shouts out so just to give you a little rundown i'm gonna present a statement and it's either fact or fiction okay so you have a 50 50 shot even if you have no idea and this is to help not only give you guys some information on hockey, I know that's not really a sport that we follow a whole lot here in the U.S. Um, it is one of the major sports, yes, but as far as on the on the podcast, you know, we could know more about it.
0: Hey, we're more soccer than we are hockey. That's where we are, yeah. as you can tell from the interview in the first half of the show.
1: Yeah, I've never played hockey. I've been a fan of hockey, but I I don't know everything about it. So, Except fact or fiction. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> So sure. this is to this is supposed to be informative. Hey, I got a quick fact for you. Just before we
0: get, yeah, like, I, it's a fact that I'm beating fact Doge check. in this competition
1: throughout the year. It's a
2: fact. Doge, did you hear that? That's big smack talk. But mean? Uh, we'll have to see. We'll just have to see where the points fall
0: at the end yeah, of the Yeah, sure, sure. Make sure you don't get your hopes up,
1: Doge. All right. So now that we have <laughs> the smack talk out of the way, Doge doesn't like to hear what T just said. T doesn't like to say that Doge is going to win. So this is. High-intensity moment, you might call this SPT or sweaty palm time.
0: Oh, sweaty palm time.
1: So, I'll start it off with... Okay, here we go. This is going to be wild. The standard size of an NHL rink is 200 feet long by 85 feet wide. Fact or fiction? Fiction. Doge? Fact. It is in... Indeed, a fact. Let's go! There's a point. You are the first point winner in this new segment. So, the only one he's going to (laughs) get. So, you're familiar with... Baseball, basketball, football. It goes by record. Yep. In soccer, you're familiar with where it goes by points. Correct. Hockey is also, indeed... A sport that is judged by points. Sure. So, for a win, you're awarded three points. For an overtime loss, you're awarded two. Is that fact or fiction? Fiction. Fiction for sure, man. Okay. That was, that was that a toss-up. One. It's a one-pointer. I know that one. So, wins are worth two points. Overtime losses are worth one. And then if you just lose in regulation, um, it's nothing. Okay. So, as of right now, a little standings update. The Penguins are leading the NHL in points with 15.
0: That's fact or fiction we're asking? That's the question? Correct. That's a... Man, I'm going fact. Doge?
1: Fiction.
0: It's going to be some BS on the record.
1: Uh, Doge, you are correct. Mm -hmm. The Maple Leafs up in Toronto are leading with 24 right now.
0: Dang, good for them. You're going to get me every time on a city Kid. I'm never going to count him out. You could be like, Penguins? Big.
1: I mean, yeah probably. yeah, probably. I'd be like, yeah, probably. Um, okay, so leading off with points again. The leading points um, player is Connor McDavid with 30 points. Facts. Can you use it in a sentence, please? Um, I'm going back, too. Why not? So he is indeed leading the points category for individual players with 30.
0: I feel like I've heard his name on a few
1: Sports Center eaves. Yep. Okay, so this is where we start going into a little bit more in depth okay, with, here some, we uh, with some of the stats team info. Here we go. After 25 years straight of making the playoffs... Detroit has had the least amount of wins since their last playoff appearance in twenty sixteen. All of that is a fact. And as a bonus, not including this year, how many wins do you think they've had in four seasons?
0: I don't even know how many games they play a season. So
1: same I don't as know. basketball. You too.
0: Wow, that's crazy. Um, how many wins they've had in four seasons combined? Correct. Seventy. I don't know. Seventy.
2: Okay. Doge? I would have said fiction for the worst record in the last four years. Okay. Um however let's go with sixty five wins over the course of the four.
1: So it is indeed a fact. You have a tummy. With a hundred and twelve wins.
2: Oh, okay. Good I don't for know that. why I was so far off.
1: So they that had, awesome. yeah,
0: it was a lot of
2: games. I was kind of under underestimating the amount of games played there. Four years. I'm not much much ahead of you though, man. So,
0: so I just didn't know how
1: bad they really were. From they were bad. They had 17 last year. Yeah. which was trash. Yeah. And then it was like Maybe 30, 33, 30, and 32. I think something yeah. like that. Um, the next closest team, as far as the lowest amount of wins that I found. This season, um, in the four okay. season era, got okay, you yeah. is Buffalo with one hundred and twenty-one.
2: They're mm. sure, kind of kind of close cool
1: though, but yeah, right, yeah. The seventeen wins last year really dropped them out of the. Yeah,
2: hey, that'll
0: hurt you. Okay, out of eighty-two, man. Woo.
2: Yeah. Where are we where are we at right now with the points for me and see?
0: I think so, you
1: beat me by one. Yes. TJ has Fantastic. three and you have four Doge. Okay. With four questions remaining. Ooh. And there is a bonus in there that I wasn't going to count for points, but I'll count it.
3: Ooh.
1: Uh, so. We'll see. Not oh, that helps. Me. John Cooper, the Tampa Bay Lightning head coach, is the longest tenured head coach in the NHL. Fiction. Fiction. It is a fact since oh. 2013.
2: Whoa. Crazy. Crazy, right?
1: Eight years. I did not think that. I saw that. I had to check that like four times. I'm like, there's no way. I guess it's seven years. A lot of turnover, I guess. Well, eight years. Okay. The oh,
2: largest? Yeah, yeah, cause cause should, I, should I guess first because I'm in the lead? I think that's fair. Otherwise, I would just say the same thing as TeeDee every
0: time. Yeah. I don't, I'm don't. i not basing my guess about against
1: yours either way. So, Whatever gotcha. you guys think is fair. We're still in the
0: in I'm the just saying what's on my
2: mind as out. I hear it. I like it, too. I was
1: doing the same, I just didn't
2: know. I didn't want to be gene. I'll wait, though. I'll wait. No, it doesn't
1: matter. The largest NHL stadium by capacity is actually actually in the U.S. Fiction. Fact. It's fiction. Damn it. With Montreal having 21.2. So a little over 21,000. Chicago is second with just under 20. There's about a 1,500-person difference between those two. Sure. So right now in the standings, you know I'm a big goal differential person, or we, point, point differential. We do know that. There are 15 teams with a positive goal differential. And this There's a bonus attached to this. So you guys guess this first.
2: I think that's facts.
1: I agree. Okay. That is a fact. 16 teams then have a negative. Okay. For the bonus, who is leading the goal differential? And I'll tell you by how much or what their goal differential is. You're going first here. Their goal differential is 22.
2: Oh, shit. I
0: have two people in mind.
2: Listen. I got to know my host. I think it's Tampa Bay. They're definitely quality, bro.
0: I was going to say the Maple Leafs, but I really was going to say the Capitals since they got Chara this
2: year from Boston, and I figured they'd just be lit. So I'm sticking with the Capitals.
1: Doge? You did well on that one. It's Tampa Bay. Let's go! <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> um. All right. Last one. Last one. I'm gonna start watching some hockey, dude. Toronto has the most Stanley Cup final wins of all time, with fourteen.
2: Fiction.
1: Fact. That is a fiction. Montreal with twenty-three. Toronto is second with fourteen. That's a substantial. That's nine more cups. Yeah,
0: they were back to back. They're referencing oh, this episode, seventy-seven. Oh, they won in seventy-six and seventy-seven. Maybe so, they're just going to rip some off here. They could be on the next episode. Yeah, who knows? Dang, hey you got, said
1: fiction, right? Yeah, he did. He smoked me today. So, for my uh, I'm calculations, like down three. I think It's terrible. I believe that, Doge, you got six points. TJ, right. you had three. Yep. So that's a good little um, first segment intro. That's all I have for a nice time with Dill at the end of the third period. We're going to some Zamboni time. Sure, a little Zamboni time. A little buzzer beater action here. Yeah. Would you like to go first,
0: Dill or Doge? Anyone? Anyone? Yeah, I
1: can just go. Get her started here, Dill. Um, so I'm currently riding the Zamboni around. We're about ready to wrap it up. But not quite, because we have a couple more buzzer beaters here. Yes. Some news up in Cleveland. Oh. They're sitting Andre Drummond expected to trade him. That is news. But a potential signing on our defensive front with JJ Watt showing interest in Cleveland while also considering the Bills, Chiefs. Colts, Titans, and Packers. What he's looking for is money mm-hmm. and a Super Bowl potential. So I'm really hoping that we can get him. I think that'll be huge for our team, and just adding another another piece, another weapon, and that'll be that'll just be fun to root for JJ instead of constantly have to worry about playing him and and just wreaking havoc on us, whether it's the Buccaneers, the Browns, or whoever he plays. But my team specifically, obviously.
0: All those teams are, man. Yeah, yeah. I know he played with Vrabel, so like maybe Titans there. He's from Wisconsin, Packers there. Yeah. You know I know people trade the Steelers, but I know they're not one of those teams that you named. But put him on the Colts, man. Chiefs, obviously. My
2: Gosh, Bills. I would not
1: like to see him in a Bills I, or Chiefs uniform. That'd be scary for sure. He's still got some stuff in the tank. There's no doubt.
0: Yeah. There's no doubt. I'll go first here, or go second here, excuse me, before you go, Doge. Yeah. Um, the Celtics right now, 5-10 and in their last 15 games. <sighs> not looking good, yes. But, everyone on the fire Danny, fire Brad train, let's pump those breaks aggressively. Aggressively. Kemba Walker has not been great yet, hasn't really got to practice with the team that's one of the biggest... You know, issues with the NBA right now. They're not even doing shoot-arounds for COVID stuff, so he can't get warmed up or get in the grooves. That's been an issue for us. Marcus Smart has missed 11 of those 15 games, heart and soul of the Boston Celtics. So, I mean, if that doesn't give you an indication as well of how important he is to our team, there you go as well. Um, We need to add a bench scorer, but it's no time to panic here. We You know, we could use maybe a big, maybe a point guard, um, you know, we've got the trade exception we can use. have got some young guys that Danny Age can, you know, package together. Um, hearing some Drummond, some Vucevic, some John Collins rumors. Um, so I'd really like to see that. Um, but just a, a couple other stats teams here for you, just so to make sure you're calm down. There's only five teams over 500 in the East, and uh, we're, I believe, the sixth seed or not, or fifth seed, so we're not one of those teams. Excuse me then. But we're still four games out of first place. So, you know, we tighten it up here for a week. We we go on a little run, and we're right back in it. So, I don't know why anybody thinks we need to fire Brad Stevens or fire Danny Ainge. Yes, this roster isn't, um, you know, the best roster in the NBA. Sorry, Gordon Hayward wanted to leave, and he, he got to pick where he wanted to go. So, everybody needs to calm down for the Celtics. It's going to be fun. We're going to be in the playoffs. We're going to be out here competing. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, they'll get it done. So, Doge. Give me your buzzer meter here, and then we're going to wrap this bad boy up.
3: Quick one to end on here, but
2: shouts to our guests for coming on, Kendall Waston. Yes. Go a Waston burger from Sammy's in Blue Ash. If I was down there in Cincinnati, I would do it tonight.
0: Yeah, I might be doing that. If I'm not doing that tonight, I'm doing that tomorrow. So, heck yeah. Definitely.
2: Good
0: stuff. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you again, Kendall, for being on. Thank you, Doge, for being on. We appreciate it, man.
2: Pleasure as always, gentlemen.
0: Dylan, thank you for being on.
1: Absolutely, guys. Hopefully, you had a nice time with Dill. Absolutely. Thank you again for listening, everybody.
0: This is The Clubhouse. Yeah. 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 Yeah.